0: In today's episode, we'll be discussing how to make boring tasks fun by taking inspiration from the world of Broadway. Michelle Lukadu shares three productivity lessons she learned from working backstage on Broadway that can be applied to any task, no matter how mundane. From finding your why to creating a game out of your work, these tips will help you stay motivated and productive. Let's dive in.
1: How to make boring tasks fun. Three Productivity Lessons Learned from Backstage on Broadway by Michelle Likadu. I don't know about you all, but lately I've felt like I'm in the movie Groundhog Day. I wake up, I make coffee, I work, I wake up my kid, I feed my kid, I clean up after my kid, I go back to work, etc. There is little to no variation in my daily life. I'm productive, but it's often the same day over and over again. Interestingly, it reminds me of another time when I had very little variance in my daily routine, and that was when I was dancing on Broadway. Think about it. If you go to see Phantom of the Opera, the show doesn't change from day to day or year to year. Phantom of the Opera has been the same dang show for the past 31 years. Eight shows per week for 31 years. Same songs, same dialogue, same costumes, same theater. Now, I've never performed in Phantom, but I do have a friend that did that show for 17 of those 31 years. That's over 5,000 shows of the same show. Trust me when I say that it can get a little repetitious. Now, the longest show I did on Broadway was The Little Mermaid, and I only did the show for two years, but that's still around 800 shows of the same thing. Now, don't get me wrong. Dancing and singing on Broadway is a dream job, but it can get boring sometimes. But only if you let it. Here's the thing. Anything you do gets boring, only if you let it get boring. And my castmates and most of my Broadway shows definitely did not let our shows get dull. We did some absolutely ridiculous things backstage and on stage to make every day a little different and a little more fun. So here are a few things we did backstage on Broadway that can spice up the daily grind of any profession. Number one make someone laugh. I will never forget performing in Mary Poppins on my birthday. I was on stage singing and dancing and then looked over stage right to see that one of my castmates had written happy birthday on his bare butt cheeks, which were surrounded by six other people smiling and sporting jazz hands around his moon. I did not stop laughing for days. Now, I recognize that not everyone wants to expose their tuchus to anyone else to make them smile. However, there are so many ways to make another person laugh. My husband leaves our son's minions in ridiculous places for me to find throughout our house. A sensible gif will raise the spirits of most recipients of any email response. And laughter, interestingly enough, is one of our basic human emotions that can be recognized by any culture. Think about it. Laughter can dispel tension in a room. It can release pent-up energy. And scientists suggest that laughter may even have evolved as a way to keep societies more connected. Additionally, laughter not only raises the mood of the recipient of the joke, but it also improves the spirits of the person telling the joke. So a shared joke increases the bond between two people, and it makes both people a little happier. So buy a whoopee cushion, dress up your dog, or use a goofy app on your phone to send a video to a friend of you as a dinosaur. Whatever you do, find a little levity in what you do. Making someone laugh will improve their day, but it will also improve yours. Yes, my days lately look very similar to each other, and maybe yours do as well. But if you take a moment to do something silly for another human, it will introduce a burst of endorphins that will carry you through your daily tasks. Number two, build encouragement checkpoints. Let's face it, we do a lot of things that not many people notice. I put all of my son's trucks back in the toy box every morning, but I'm definitely not going to get a medal for it. You can only silently tell yourself good job for so long before you need to hear it from someone else's mouth. I remember when I was learning my ensemble track in Beauty and the Beast, the woman that I was replacing taught me a lot more than what I was supposed to do on stage. Okay, you finish this number, run off stage, get a high five from Joe, the stage right props guy, fist bump Rod, a fellow ensemble member, and then run to your dressing room to change. I was completely perplexed as to why I had to do all of those seemingly silly extraneous things. Then, though, after one week of performing the role, I realized why. The dance piece before the high five and fist bump was grueling. The song, Be Our Guest, was a never-ending extravaganza of kicking, singing, leaping, and spinning, and I was exhausted by the end. I realized I needed that high five and fist bump. As the years went by and I performed that dance hundreds of times, I looked forward to the encouragement at the end. Rod and Joe were sometimes what got me through the epic dance number when I was sick or tired or injured. The same concept can be applied anywhere. We all need encouragement and believe it or not, most people are more than happy to give it. I have a Friday night Zoom cocktail hour with my girlfriends during which we all congratulate each other for completing another week of work. And it's awesome. According to a study on the effects of encouragement on the brain, quote, encouraging expressions as those used in sport practice, as well as in many other contexts and situations, do seem to be efficient in exerting emotional reactions and measurable effects on cognition, end quote. In short, encouragement works but other people don't know you need encouragement unless you tell them. You don't have to run a marathon to deserve congratulations, by the way. These days, we all should be congratulated for simply surviving. So find a buddy that is willing to give you a virtual or real high five for completing tasks that you normally wouldn't get credit for, and it will inevitably improve your day-to-day experience. Number three, recognize the recipient. It's easy to do our work in a bubble, particularly if we're working from home. We don't always necessarily see the effects of our efforts on other humans, or if we do see them, it's through a computer screen. So no matter whether you're editing a YouTube show or writing a blog, you should take the time to acknowledge the joy or value that your task brings to others. One of my favorite things to do while dancing on Broadway was to find a person in the audience. And yes, we can see you that I wanted to watch throughout the show. It was usually an awestruck kid. I would mentally dedicate that show to that kid and enjoy watching him or her marveling at the show. This practice got me through many tough times, and I think it made me an overall more joyous performer. Whatever you're doing, there is almost always a recipient of your efforts. And generally, you're making their lives better by doing what you're doing. If you're a farmer, you're providing nutrition to growing kids. If you're a writer, you're providing camaraderie or information for your readers. If you're a lifeguard, you're literally keeping other humans alive. Yes, we can all recognize conceptually that there are recipients for our daily tasks, but it is so important to actually see them. Choose your person in the audience. Read a positive review of your work. Focus on one person whose life you have changed for the better. Look for and recognize how your small or large contribution to the world is changing an individual. And then congratulate yourself on a job well done. Final thoughts. Productivity isn't always about getting as much done as quickly as possible with no heed for your mental state or overall enjoyment. Accomplishing your daily tasks, it should be fun. And if it's not, there are a few ways to make it more enjoyable. We all have to do things we don't necessarily enjoy doing. That's life. But if you find humor in things, congratulate each other, and recognize that your efforts have a positive outcome on society, perhaps your boring tasks, will they'll become a little less boring.
0: If you enjoyed this, you may also like our other podcasts, the Self-Improvement Digest, the Psychology Digest, and the Life Digest. Stay curious, stay inspired, and thanks for listening.